Attention men, are you wanting to break free from porn or other unwanted sexual behaviors, but finding it seemingly impossible to quit? If so, we can help. My name is Jonathan Darty, the founder of Gateway to Freedom. This three-day workshop is for any man who wants to overcome any kind of unwanted sexual behavior. So whether you're married, single, or divorced, this powerful and proven intensive weekend will help you uncover what is at the root of your struggle and discover the man God always created you to be. Space is limited, so call us today at 210-822-8201 to register. That's 210-822-8201 or visit bebroken.org slash gtf. Good day, listeners. Jonathan Darty here with another edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. Men, I'm really excited to bring you today's program because Stephen and I are going to provide for you some very practical help for understanding how to navigate between logic and emotions and why engaging emotions is essential for maturity. Generally, the majority of men we work with in our ministry are very comfortable in communicating logic and solving problems, but very uncomfortable and unfamiliar with communicating emotions. And this often results in them becoming stunted or stuck in their relational skills, especially in marriage. So today, Stephen and I will share with you a story of one man's journey to get unstuck when it comes to sharing his emotions and the two-channel system he developed to help with that process. We're really hopeful that this conversation will enlighten you and give you the confidence to work on becoming more skilled in emotional sharing and listening. For more resources to help you learn and grow your emotional skills, visit BeBroken.org or check out links in today's show notes. And as always, friends, please rate and review the podcast after listening because this does help others to find it. Pure Sex Radio is produced by Be Broken and we exist to help men, women, and families move from sexual brokenness to wholeness in Christ and equip others to do the same. Now, men, let's roll up our sleeves and learn how to be men who feel and connect with feelings as men. All right, Mr. Stephen Cervantes, here we are again. Yes. How are you doing? Glad to be here. Excited. Hopeful. I have have to say, I didn't mention this in some previous uh, episodes that we've been recording, but you know, you have a little different look today because normally it's the crisp <laughs> white shirt, but you got a little pattern going on today. I got a pattern today. So I thought I'd break it up. I don't up know if it's casual bit. Friday or what. <laughs> there you, know? you go. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, thank you all for being with us today. Um, I'm looking forward to this conversation because, it, you know, as Stephen always does, he brings in his notes and there's always this little heading for what we may be able to talk about. And it's that's what's going to capture whether or not I say, hey, let's talk about this. Because Stephen has a whole folder that's filled with like <laughs> hundreds of these ideas. Um, you're the idea man, Stephen. Oh, thank you. Um, but this one just said switching from intellectual to emotional thinking. And I thought, we've got to talk about that because I'm, I'm curious, mm-hmm. you know, what this is and, and where you want to go with it. So I listen to a lot of guys talk, and I learn from these guys, and I ask permission to share ideas, and they always say yes. And you know what I tell them? I said, this is going to bless a 1,000 guys. Mm -hmm. That's just the number I pick. But to guys listening right now, you're going to be blessed because a brother said, yeah, bless them. Yeah. And what I love about this ministry, no one has ever said no don't share what I'm going through with someone else. Yeah. Now, we never say a name. You never know who we're talking about. But 
but every guy is so generous in saying yes. And isn't that a kingdom thing? Yeah. God gave it to me so I could give it to my brother so he could send it out so that brother could share with another brother. And, you know, I used to be small and think, and think, wow, I have this good idea. I better hold on to it. It's like God has another one and another one. And another. Yeah, he can't, he can't run out no of ideas. Right? Yeah. To the ideas, if you've noticed on our podcast, there's been no end to the ideas. They just keep coming and coming. Yeah, we, we've been doing this podcast since uh, 2005. And, and this next year, we'll probably pass the 1,000 episode mark. So we're getting close wow. to the mid-900s. So, so the topic is how do you switch from intellectual thinking, logic, reasoning, problem solving to emotional thinking? Uh, and most guys trained by our dads to work on projects and do things. Now, I don't know what's happening to the young guys, but what my generation go out and work and do and break it down and solve the problem and fix it and do the next thing. We break things, we fix things, we, re- we tear them down and we make them better. Yeah. You know, that, that's what a lot of life involves with doing things. And in that, it's a lot of logic. And you don't need too much emotion in there to get mm-hmm. the job done. So I'm an intellectual. I like challenges. I side problems. And he said, but I'm having to retrain myself to be, become emotional because I noticed my wife and my daughters and the women around me, they, they use another language. Now, let me, let me try to press into this a little bit because, and maybe it's just the way that I read the statement here, and maybe we can unpack that a little bit because okay. when he says, I have to train myself to become emotional. Yes. It, the reality is we're all emotional. So okay. is he really saying, I've, I've got to retrain myself to connect or communicate emotionally or with in my emotion? Because the reality is, is you know, we've, we've talked to the guys many times about this. I have where, yeah. you know, they're like, I'm not an emotional guy. And right. I'll say, you feel stuff. Don't even tell me you don't feel stuff. Right. 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 So the reality is maybe there's a disconnect between consciously knowing how to like communicate and tap into that. But everybody feels things right so could you say that everybody's emotional in some way or what is or help me understand this question stay with it you're jumping ahead okay okay because he is telling us what he had to do because you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. but but he's gonna walk us through what what how he switched it's a guy talking about how did i switch how did i flip the switch how did i turn on the rest of myself how do i use what i already have because right now i'm only trained to use one part so this was him basically saying this was a door that was closed and it's finally i finally opened it well listen to how he did it okay cuz he's going to tell us how he did it which mo- this is really good cuz it's very descriptive and it's going to answer your question cuz in the next sentence he says i designed a second channel I always thought I only had one channel and I realized I needed to design a second channel and I was going to call it my emotional channel and that on that channel I was going to do emotional work. This guy's an engineer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is very engineer thinking, right? But it's <laughs> very logic, logic, logic. I'm safe with logic. I like logic. Logic mm-hmm. works. Shut up about the emotions. You're wasting my time. What's the problem? Fix it. Right. But he realized, as most people do when you go out there, it works really well half the time. Right. Yeah. 
But then somebody's struggling, they had an emotional problem, you can't fix it, it's not simple, it's tragic, it's long, right? So he's telling me I had to develop a new channel that I would allow for in my system so I'd like a TV set with two channels, not just one. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, I mean, think about this. Men need a metaphor. They need an explanation. They need some way to do exactly what you're talking about. They really are both. Yeah. But we sort of lie. But to to understand it, he had to say, hey, mentally, I've got to think of this on two different channels, which is great. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. So he said... Emotional skills will now belong on the emotional channel, mm-hmm. and logical skills will belong on the emotion on the logicals. When I go to work, or when I encounter a guy and he's got a problem with his boat or his car, or he has a problem we can fix, we go fix it. I switch the logic. Now this sounds pretty mechanical and black and white, but but look, not, there's no one size fits all. Yeah, and I think, right. and, and not to get too far ahead, but I do want to make this comment now based on what you just said. I think too many times when men are trying to lean into and say, how do mm-hmm. I connect emotionally? The only maybe decent models that they've had for that are women. And so yeah, then they okay. assume I then need to communicate and connect with my emotions the way a woman does. And I think what we're seeing here is, no, 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 you're totally a male, and it's okay. Uh, create your channels. <laughs> do your engineering. Do yeah, whatever do needs to happen. Yes. And that's a, that's a perfectly fine way for you to be able to learn how to connect with your emotions. So, okay, good. We're tracking here. And so he says, in the intellectual model, I'll explain it to you very simply. You find a problem. You fix the problem. You have things to say, you educate the other person, you give them a solution, and you become the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of story. Then you move on to the next problem. Then right? that's, yeah. <laughs> that's channel one, if you will. But he says the emotional channel skill set is different. You listen to a story, mm. you hear a problem, but you do not fix it. Yeah. Channel two. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I, for one thing, I love, the, I love the clarity and sort of just the, the, this idea of channels because I can already imagine that we've got a lot of guys listening that, I mean, just light bulbs are going off in their mind and they're going, I've, this is going to be useful for me. <laughs> and the reason is, is because many times we just struggle with knowing how to, quote unquote, switch back and forth. Yeah. Uh, in other words, so many times, what, what happens? A guy's, you know, at work all day and doing his logic brain. And, you know, he comes home and he's, the assumption is I just stick with what I know. And so he then yeah. tries, to, he tries to jam like logic brain into his relationships. And I love the way this guy described channel two. I think it's brilliant because that really is what you're doing when you're, when you're trying to connect with someone emotionally, right? You're actually listening to a story. Yes. And and let's put it in any kind of context, whether it's a marriage, a friendship, you know, whatever, a uh, parent-child, you're you're listening to a story and and what what always happens in every story? Something goes wrong. Right? <laughs> yeah. But what I love good, but, but what I love what he's saying is you don't 
respond to the problem in the story yes. on emotional channel the same way you would on logic channel. No, that's perfect. That's exactly right. I'm glad you're kind of drawing this out because his next point was the emotional journey is always told through a story. Mm. When anybody's talking, they're telling a story. They're telling their story or somebody else's story. <gasps> you know what happened? <gasps> you can't believe. You know what I just heard? Right? It's a story that's yeah. about to come out next, right? And he says, the goal is to just be with the other person in the story. Mm. Just be in the story. Stay in the story. Be present now in I, the story. So, um, now, I, I totally get what this guy is saying. Um, and maybe maybe there's some things that could be woven, sort of read between the lines in terms of what this process actually felt like for this guy. Mm. Because, again, I mean, he, yeah, he, good. That's he, good. he made this construct, right? Oh, man, I, this makes sense to me. I can go logic. I can go, you know, emotion channel. Um, but I can only imagine that when he's really starting to try to learn how to, how to t- tune in yeah. to that emotional channel, that um, – it probably didn't go smoothly <laughs> at first. No. Right? I'm sure it did not. I mean, we're probably catching this quite a ways down the road in terms of him really constructing all this uh, out. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> He's reflecting back yeah. on the process. He took very simple steps to create the emotional channel. Yeah. And he's looking back. You're right. I didn't give the perspective. I appreciate you're bringing everybody up to speed going, okay. Because is- it's not like he had this thought on a Friday and by Sunday he's doing really well and tuning into the emotional channel, right? No. <laughs> so he's saying in the story are problems and their problems are for them to fix. They are not my problems to fix. Mm. Now, remember, this is very simple, but it's huge to a logical guy going, there's a problem, and it's not mine. It's always been mine. When problems come around me, I'm expected to have to be the hero. They bring them to me. I find them everywhere I go. I talk, fix problems. But what? Other people's problems are their problems that they need to work on, they need to fix? Okay, completely different shift here. So their problems are theirs to fix. That's the point. Any comment? Yeah. Well, I think, oh, man, this is this is really brilliant. This is, this should be a workbook uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I think, like you said, many of the things that he's bringing out here are are actually very simple and practical concepts, mm. but they're coming in a way that I think for many men, because I think you know, thinking about the bell curve mm. of men, I do think the majority of men are more naturally wired towards just a logical brain, right? And so this is helping guys to be able to just see, oh my goodness, I can see so clearly now, if I've got channel two on, if I've got the emotional channel on, then I realize that I've got to remember that any problem that comes up in the story, I can't reach out and grab it and make it mine. I've got to leave it in the story. I've got to leave it there. That's their story, and i got to leave it with them. Yes, And so next he says, okay, here's my job. This is it. My job is to stay in the story and follow them while they talk. And I must stay on this talking journey with them all the way to the end. 
Mm. Oh my goodness. You said it beautifully. A problem? Pull it out. Stop the story. Yeah. Work there. And they go, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe problem one is the real problem I want you to fix. I'm yeah. going to be talking a while, and maybe the next problem is the one. And I don't even know, but I'm going to be talking, and it's going to be unpacking. And I read this once. Women talk to know what they think. Men think and then pronounce the conclusion. Yeah. Men and women talk and as they talk, they're learning themselves. And when they get to the end, they know what to do. Yeah. And they say, thank you so much. That was so helpful. Mm-hmm. So he's learning. My job is to stay in this talking story and help the speaker get to the end of the story. Well, and, and uh, this is, again, one of those things that I'm sure was a tremendous challenge for him at the beginning. Because if you think about it, and I've talked to so many men over the years, and when I say to them, um, you know, one of the things we talk about when it comes to adopting a teachable spirit mm-hmm. is we say you've got to listen before you speak. And then I'll ask guys, how many of you guys struggle with that? Every hand goes up. <laughs> because <laughs> what are they actually trying to do? What, what are most you know logical brain men trying mm-hmm. to do? Stephen, as soon as you start talking, they are looking for the cues for yes. where's the problem, yes. and they're immediately re- determining how they're going to fix it. So they're not listening anymore. That's and so right. what this guy is saying is, okay, if I've got channel two on, if I've got emotional channel on, I, I can't jump back to channel one and start making it about what am I going to say? What am oh, I going to say? What am I going to say? They got to say, okay, I got to stay in the story. I got to listen. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that you probably, and probably part of listening, this idea of listening all the way to the end of their story is it doesn't mean that you can't have, um, you know, prompters or encouraging or, or just being able to say, oh, yeah, you know, just little responses, but you're not actually trying to bring, you know, solutions. You're not trying to say, well, now it's my turn to talk, <laughs> yeah. right? So this is beautiful because this is not in here, but I'm going to give you, when you're listening to the story on the way to the end, you're right. You're supposed to say things because they're going to stop talking and see if you're still interested. Tell me more. Tell yeah. me more. <laughs> keep talking, right? Or uh, keep going, mm. right? That's what... What happened the next? Pro- there you go. Yeah. We do the prompts, right? Because the goal is to get to the end. But now, rule number one is keep them talking to the end. But there's rule number two on emotional channel, okay? And rule number two goes like this. You're listening to and you're watching for how the person is doing in the story. Okay. Are they winning? Yay! Are they losing? Oh, are they thrashing about A or B or C or D or A or B? Are they breaking through? Are they getting left behind? The goal, number two, one, get to the end. Number two is how are are they they doing doing? in the story? How are they doing? So there's a huge, this is something that I think is really important for the listeners to hear in this. There's a huge difference that you're, hopefully you're starting to see between like channel one and channel two, logic channel versus emotion channel. And one is, is that this idea of on logic channel, 
you can almost keep everything in sort of two dimensions. Everything's flat. Everything is a task to be checked off the list, right? Even if it's Ooh. even if even if it's a person, it's like okay, I'm fixing this problem, I'm fixing this boat, I'm fixing, yeah. and so. But notice in channel two, the emotion channel, it's everything is relational, meaning you're hearing a person's story, and what are you doing? You're paying attention to the person. You are listening to the story. I mean, hopefully, you are listening to the the details that are being talked about in the story. But what you're mainly focusing on is the person that is telling you the story, mm-hmm. and that's a huge difference. I mean, because think about it. And that's why I think this is a really helpful tool because for most of us that are like, man, logic brain men, it's hard for us to get out of that two-dimensional thinking right. where I'm just checking tasks off a list to actually saying, now I'm in a three-dimensional relational connection here. And how do mm. I stay in that to the end? So remember, there's three rules of emotional channel. One, stay in the story, keep them talking all the way to the end. Number two, how are they doing in the story? If they're winning, we just celebrate with them. Are they thrashing around, losing, getting a breakthrough? We can celebrate that. Are they being left behind? And But number, rule number three is listen for struggles and pain. Can you hear the person in their struggle and in their pain. Oh, I wanted this and it didn't happen. Or we were all going to go out and it rained. Or everybody got together, but they they forgot me. Or can you hear, I wanted the promotion, they picked somebody else. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the team, but I got, can you hear the disappointment, the pain? And then, the, so number three is to agree with their pain and their struggle and their sadness. Mm-hmm. Don't argue with it. Don't spin it up positive. Don't ignore it. Agree with the pain. And I'm going to tell you how to. But you, rule number three is agree w- that this is painful. Just agree. Yeah, with you know it. what? Uh, and this really makes me think of. You know, I do believe that God has ultimately made our lives to be simple, meaning like there's supposed to be a simple, you know, uh, just a peace and a. I don't know, a simple way to do things. And one of the things that popped into my head about this last part is when you're on channel two and you're on the emotional channel and you're listening to a story, can you think of your responses through the golden rule? Do unto others Mm -hmm. as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. And maybe you could put it this way. Listen unto others the way you would want them to listen to you. (laughs) Because I'm thinking here, what is this last, what is this third rule here? It's saying, can you actually just meet them where they're at? Can you actually just say, and wouldn't I want that? Like if I'm re- if I'm sharing, especially a struggle or a pain, mm. would I necessarily be? Uh, how how would I feel if somebody immediately starts to dismiss or diminish or fix that pain, or if they just met me where where I'm right. at in that? And I'm saying, agree with the pain, agree that it's painful. Agree that I'm hurting. Agree with me, right? Because so you're going to tell us what that actually looks like. I'm going to tell you how, how to do okay. it next. I'm going to tell you how to do the agreement, right? You got to listen to the story. Get to the end, right? You have to listen to the person that's struggling. You have to agree that this is a hard part of life that's been dumped on you that you're experiencing. Because if I agree with you, I join you. 
Mm-hmm. If I say, well, no, it's not like that. Or, you know what, your boss is going through problems. If I talk about, then I negate you. Mm-hmm. Right? I did not agree with you. I talk about the boss, how life is hard, and, you know, there are people in China, and, you know, all we say stupid things. Mm-hmm. We don't agree that the person's in pain. And so we go for agreement. So yeah. now I'm going to tell you, number four, there are four things you say to someone in pain. Here they are. I'm sorry you're going through that. I'm sorry you're going through that. That's a lot to carry. Man, that's a lot to carry. Wow, that sounds hard. Whew, that's hard. Man, that's heavy. All that's on you. You're carrying that. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So now I've just agreed and affirmed you are in a difficult spot. Yeah. What do you think? That's great. And I think um, uh, I think it would be great to just even think of, I mean, I'm, I'm sure those aren't the only four things that can be said in that. But the, the theme is there of being able to say, I'm, I'm going to, uh, when you say, this was hard today. Yes. I'm going to echo that. Exactly. Boy, you that, can never that, make that a mistake sounds hard, by doing you know? Yes, exactly. So I, I think another way to do this is, is it, it, these are definitely wonderful statements to make. But if you catch any of this kind of statement in the story, yes, just that's where you reflect it back. So, so any piece of the story, right? You're saying you could add some of the language they yeah, use. Yeah, so somebody, you know, I'm thinking about somebody could be sharing their story and they say, you know what, so, so-and-so said this to me, Dan, it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. And you could reflect back and say, that's really hard that somebody hurt your feelings like that today. Exactly. You know, that, to use agreement. their own language. That's yeah. right. If you use my language that I gave you and you give it back to me, do you understand? We just bonded. Yeah. All you did was agree with me that, look, you don't have to agree that, you might think this is a stupid thing, right? Because your kid might say, well, all the girls went out together in Susie's big van and I didn't get invited. Now, that's a that's a kid's story, right? Yeah. But it's to that person a huge story of neglect and not love, not including. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah. yeah. And if you said, man, that's hard, that's sad. You just entered my world, sat with me in my pain, and that's, 50% of the solution. Mm-hmm. Now, the truth is I still got left out. But if you heard me and joined me. And here's what I like about this is, is this, this last part of really agreeing with their pain does not negate what was said before about, hey, their problems are in their story. In other words, mm-hmm. agreeing with their pain is not you bringing anything to fix it. So you, to agree with their pain is still saying, oh, I'm I'm letting the problem remain theirs in the in story. Their story, yeah, that's um, good. But but it's it's a it's a way for you to enter in so that they feel like they're not alone in their story. Right, and it also doesn't mean that I would have the same problem. Well, that's not a problem. That's not, I wouldn't think right. that's a problem. Uh, right. Because what you just did is you made it about you. That's exactly. I put me in there and then used all my skills and my thinking to go over your problem. It's like no, my your problem is about you in the story, in the struggle with your skill set. And how you're struggling, mm-hmm. right? I, I I have to stay out. Yeah. So I have I have one number five in the, on the emotional channel is just this thought, and so we're going to start to wrap right here. Okay. People want two things: they want to be heard, and they want to be comforted. 
So can you let me tell my story? Now I got to tell you, this will transform transform most of the men listening that aren't very good on the emotional channel. The thought, let your wife get to the end. If a man just does that, Mm -hmm. men, if you just do that, you get out of the way and let them get to the end and they feel heard, you will be thanked. Because that's what girls do for each other. They let each other talk and they don't get in each other's way and they don't fix each other's problems. They just let them get to the end and they go, oh, thank you so much. That was so helpful. So if you do nothing else but let them talk to the end of the story, that's the only takeaway you use that's huge. If you remember they want to be heard and comforted, that's like a double win. Yeah. Well, what's funny sometimes is when guys will will practice this and start doing this is when they do get thanked for that, many guys will walk away going, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, And so, because again, you're so used to being on channel one logic mind where you can see such a very clear ending to fixing the problem that you yeah. did something and you really, you know, solved it to where many times this is so foreign to guys to say, man, if I switch to channel two and I'm just trying to listen and be reflective and help them get to the end and, you know, let them still own their problems in the story and then trying to agree with the story. They don't feel necessarily like, am I doing anything? Like, like, and yet that's exactly what's supposed to happen on channel two. On channel two. You got it. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. So I, I, if you're a guy, I'd encourage you to re-listen to this, write all these steps down and go try them. Yeah. And then ask God to give you wisdom and pray about it and watch the transformation that happens when you're present and you're comforting. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, many times we are talking about, you know, marriage relationships when we talk about these things. But the reality is these principles work in friendships. They work parents and children. I mean, they're going to work in every kind of relationship that you can have. Remember, channel one is logic brain. It's flat. You're just there are problems to be fixed. Right. You got it. But channel two is all about story. And so it's the emotional channel that says I'm just supposed to listen to the end. I'm supposed to meet the person where they are, agree with their yes. pain, and then... Um, Be sad about their pain, yeah. join them in their pain, and reflect some of their language back and the sadness of it. And then you've taken half of the pain away because it's vented out. And by walking with them, they vent it out. They just feel better. Yeah. They fix the problem like logic one. Well, I'm going to call Sally's mother and tell her, add a seat to that van and take my daughter next time. And don't you dare, you know, I'll rent the bigger van and I'll fix. What? Yeah. No. Well, and you know, this also makes me think of um, the the reason I think that there's the, there's the thank you and the gratitude for just being able to listen to stories. It makes me think of we were made for uh, uh presence. And what I mean by that is I think about when uh, David said in Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Does that mean that God erased the shadow of death? No, but he's with him. And I think the same is true here. If you'll go to channel two and you'll learn to be with the person that's sharing their story, there's a gratitude there because it's like, you know, I, this is really hard, but you listen to me. And you, thank you so you, much. Yeah. So and you know me and you learned me. Yeah. And you let me struggle. And I'm gonna have to fight the fight tomorrow by myself. Yeah. 
So you, men, uh, and by the way, this uh, you got to tell me that this guy ended up becoming a counselor. Cause, I mean, this is <laughs> this is golden. This is awesome stuff. Yeah. So men, our challenge to you this this week is uh, fire up channel two. Learn how to engage channel two, and hopefully that'll be a great little mental reminder for you of yeah. like what channel am I on right now? What channel do I need to be on right oh, now? That's good. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback too. What are some other statements that you could make in agreeing with someone's pain? So please reach out to us. We yeah. want to help you take your next best step. And as always, we're glad you've been with us and look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. God take bless. care. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.